Hi everyone, I'm Heaven. I'm Tracy. And welcome to another round with Heaven and Tracy. Woo, 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 woo. Hey. Yeah. That sounds fun. Why not? We sound great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Tracy. What? We have such a dope show today. Why? Who is it? Who's there? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> This is like the worst comeback, or not comeback, <laughs> follow up to a knock knock joke. <laughs> wow, who there? <laughs> Why is this knock. happening? Who is it? <laughs> Get out of my porch. Well, we have, uh, first of all, new segment. New segment alert. Oh, exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, technically. It's new. <laughs> What's uh, the segment? It's called White Devil's Advocate. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I love it so much. That is the best title for in anything. I agree. Thank Courtesy you. of Genoa Experiment. Yeah, I didn't coin it at all. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll claim it, though. <laughs> what do we do on White Devil's Advocate, you ask? Well, we take the side of the White Devil. <laughs> <laughs> we try to ex- excuse the ridiculous, completely racist things that any given racist white person does and we just try to explain them and we're just out so kind and empathetic we just want to get to know to the other side things. yeah so we're gonna try and then we get a little visit from stacy marie ishmael career counselor extraordinaire she's back she's back she's back to fix our lives again and then we're gonna interview janelle james a new comedian that i i just saw for the second time hyped to talk to her yay full show excited let's so get let's into it get going So, as you all know, Is This Real Life is a segment we have where we collectively question this reality that we are sharing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and White Devil's Advocate is basically a segment within that segment where we take some of those Is This Real Life stories and really try to understand what it's like from the perspective of the White Devil. <laughs> yeah, what was he thinking when he did this horrendously racist thing? Okay, so this this story comes to us from Maine. Maine. Oh, Maine. Oh, Maine. This is going to be good. The governor of Maine was Mm -hmm. at a town hall meeting and he was addressing a question about how to curb the use of illegal drugs in Maine, specifically heroin, I think. Governor Paul LePage, Republican, says he blames D-Money, Smoothie, and Shifty, three individuals, for bringing heroin to the state of Maine. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Really, you just have to hear what this man, who is an actual person that real people elected, (laughs) said when he knew that people could hear him and record his words. These are people that take drugs. These are guys of the name D-Money, Smoothie, Shifty, uh, these type of guys that come from Connecticut, New York. They come up here, they sell their heroin, then they go back home. Incidentally, half the time they impregnate a young white girl before they leave. Which is a real sad thing because then we have another issue that we got to deal with down the road. All right, so get this in your mind. So you're you're a middle aged white guy, right? <laughs> we have the serious question before us. Let us take a moment to really understand, right, his point of view. Yeah, what's He's he thinking? Not just a racist. There was a lot of other stuff going on. <laughs> He deserves to have us explore that other stuff. So let's do yes. that. Yes. Check it. Let mm-hmm. me let me try to explain what he was thinking. Right. Okay. You First of all, you know, you know there's like four black people in Maine. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to put them on blast. Right. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Let me just make up some nicknames. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Give him a little cover. I'm a generous person. I'm rolling with you on this one. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't want to go with a, a Jerome. Yeah. A Rashad. Too, you know, it's too... <laughs> Is too black? He's so creative. 
was like, check this out. Look at all the different ways that I can signify blackness without being predictable. So Damn. really, he was flexing it's a, a little testament bit. to his adjective skills. Mm-hmm. Right, language arts <laughs> How do skills. I describe black people On point. without saying black? All right, you did that part. Good job, Governor. So shout out to your English teacher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next part, that half the time... They impregnate a young white girl before they leave, which is a real sad thing. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> then we have another issue. <laughs> he's just concerned. You know, nobody wants their kid to grow up without a dad. So he's like, yo, when you come up here and you sell your heroin and you knock somebody up, maybe you should marry him. Huh? <laughs> you ever thought of that? <laughs> <laughs> Shifty. Huh? <laughs> We're not giving him enough credit. <laughs> For being concerned about the mixed children. You're doing so good. <laughs> you know, it's hard being mixed in America. Right. He knows that struggle. <laughs> if this white man don't know what being mixed is like, then who does? Who does? Who amongst us could if, if not this white man? <laughs> he really is like, you know, he knows the microaggressions of the phase. Mm-hmm. He knows what it's like to not belong to any communities. <laughs> Because you're torn. Right. <laughs> you know a mixed kids struggle. He knows that tragic mulatto life. The tragic mulatto life. <laughs> he knows what it's like. He's just trying to spare the children from it. You know what? He's a, such a generous man. Maybe. <laughs> I like to think he knows these people personally mm-hmm. because he is just stepping out into the streets like individually stopping right. every heroin deal mm-hmm. like no think of the children <laughs> there's another way <laughs> there's another way my young brother and then like an NBC, like mm-hmm. the more you know sign <laughs> pops up out of his head <laughs> out of his head he's just like the more you know <laughs> rainbow out of my head <laughs> this is getting weird yeah he can bend sp- space and time <laughs> you know honestly real talk though mm-hmm. one of the reasons this is super fucked up is because the way people have responded to heroin, the heroin crisis in America, mm-hmm. is very different from the way they dealt with black people doing crack cocaine Whew. and any manner mm-hmm. of drugs. And the primary reason heroin has been turned into like a a public health care issue, not an incarceration issue, mm-hmm. is because it's, it's white folks. It's white people. Mm-hmm. So how dare you invoke D money right <laughs> into your shit? <laughs> You got to be like, yeah, Harold and Bob. I know. And fucking John and Jimmy. <laughs> Chadwick. You know, they be impregnating people. <laughs> Leaving heroin everywhere. Coming in and depositing their heroin in their seeds. <laughs> taking off. Yes. I feel like Chadwick is low-key black, though. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. Strong disagree. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was White Devil's Advocate. We tried to to be on this white man's side and we we just couldn't. We failed. We put in a valiant effort. We did, we did. And yet and still he's too big a mess for us to save him. If you guys have other white people you for some reason want us to advocate for, <laughs> send us some stories, yo. Hit us on the buzz. Hit us on the buzz. <laughs> at another round at buzzfeed.com. All right, everybody, it's that time again. What, what time, time is it? <laughs> it is time for everyone's favorite DJ and life changer, uh. DJ Caribbean Vibes, <laughs> a.k.a. Stacey Marie Ishmael. <laughs> Welcome to Stacey's Career Corner. So, hi, hi. You ready to fix some lives? I'm going to try my best. All right. All right, we have a super general question for you. Ugh. 
LinkedIn. Oh, you ahead. need one. What do you do with it? Is <laughs> it worth it? Why even? Why? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing about LinkedIn. One of the first things that somebody does when they get your application and it's not a complete disaster and you didn't spell their name wrong is they will... Go- <laughs> I'm just saying. Go on. They will, they will Google you. Mm-hmm. And one of the huge advantages of LinkedIn is it has really, really good Google juice. It does. It's like Google the second juice. thing that comes up right. whenever you Google it. So anyone. if you do have a LinkedIn profile, then you're almost guaranteed to be like relevant in the Someone results that they're it. looking for. Somebody will see it. Hmm. Common mistakes, however. Ooh. What is going on in your picture? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you wearing sunglasses? <laughs> is that a bottle of wine in the background? Okay, like, well, wait though. What if they work in a sunglass factory? Should they? Then not I be mean, if you are a Ray Ban model, more power to you. Yeah. If you are a what bouncer, is the like, like, I don't know. Very few circumstances where <laughs> sunglasses are appropriate. You know, if you have an eye problem, I don't know. But Stevie, right, what if they're blind? <laughs> then, then I want to see the white cane. What can I say? <laughs> But if you're on LinkedIn and you're going to have a profile on LinkedIn, one, somebody is going to find it. So assume that somebody's going to find it if you are there. Word. Which means that when they do find it, ask yourself, what is the first impression of you that you want them to form? Mm. Right? Get a bloody headshot <laughs> that makes you look like the kind of person they want to hire. Mm. Be lit. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, like, oh, it's lit? Like that guy? <laughs> no, just a well-lit picture. Oh, <laughs> oh, my bad. You, gotta you be should know, not be lit. <laughs> Ideally, you're not lit-lit. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't have one of those shots where you've clearly cropped like an inappropriate rest of outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the bit above your shoulders. Trying not to look awkwardly crazy into the distance. Like this? I feel like people should... got the general message about yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> treat it like an actual place that is, that is updated, mm. right? So if you're sending me a CV that's like, I'm currently doing this and your LinkedIn has you in high school, Word. I'm going to worry whether you're, you're paying attention to detail. Mm. And there's one other thing that is quite useful that you can do on LinkedIn, which is you can customize your URL. So instead of it being linkedin.com slash x, blah, 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 uh-huh. you could have, like, so mine is LinkedIn. No, I'm not going to tell you, actually. But you could have, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't add me. <laughs> Please don't add me on LinkedIn. Uh, it could be linkedin.com slash in slash first name, last name. Mm. And that is actually very handy because for people who might not have listened to your advertising and don't have a blog yet, <laughs> then they can just use that as a URL that they put on their resume. They can link to other things, you know. So you basically don't have to pay somebody for domain hosting mm-hmm. to have a place where you can show off like this is some videos that I've worked on mm. or like this is a deck that I've done if you're in marketing. So mm-hmm. use the tools that are available to you. But if you're going to do it, you have to commit to doing it well. And it should probably go without saying that in this unique URL that you make for yourself, don't have some long ass Facebook oh, name. And don't be like <laughs> Mr. Superfly. <laughs> Sharon, don't hate me because you ain't me. <laughs> That's not appropriate. I mean, <laughs> you know, LinkedIn is the is or it positions itself as being the social network that will get you a job. So, like, don't shoot yourself in the foot by being an idiot. One, it's useful for having just a domain name that you don't have to pay for. Definitely, but if you if you're in media, if you're in mar- if you're in like any kind of media and communications, if mm-hmm. you're in technology, if you're in sales, mm-hmm. and you're not on LinkedIn, you might as well not exist. Ooh. Damn. I don't have a LinkedIn. Well, I mean, you're in journalism, and I think Ooh, we've I got like our the dynamic here is a little bit different. But if somebody is looking for yeah, it's a horrible insular growth world. hacker in Ohio, right? You know, LinkedIn is going to be one of the first places that they look. I will tell you one area <laughs> of life LinkedIn has been helpful for. Before I deleted mine, <laughs> <laughs> I was applying for an internship, and I couldn't tell if they were like the kind of internship that actually hired the people. Mm-hmm who were their interns and that's pretty hard to tell and like you can be upfront and ask interviewers that but that's also assuming you get the interview Mm -hmm. there's one internship specifically where i looked up all the people who listed that 
on their LinkedIn before Journalism to see reporting. where they went next yeah. and if any of them stayed on. Mm-hmm. And that's also how I met. This was in the TV world, which, you know, it's not crazy brownful. <laughs> Brownful. Brownful. That is writing that word down. Um, (laughs) So I was looking also for other brown people to see if they survived, made it in there. Mm -hmm. And I met one girl who had the exact same department as me that I was interviewing for. And I hit her up and she was just like, yeah, this, this, this. She gave me the lowdown. Mm. And we actually uh, moved our communication to Facebook. Interesting. And I feel like we're closer friends and she hits me up about shit she's doing. It's a really good point. Out. Like LinkedIn is a very good way to make yourself discoverable. Yeah. To I, other brown people specifically. <laughs> in this, in, in, for I, sure. I do feel like it's actually a genuinely helpful thing if you're looking yeah. for a specific thing like that. One of the things that's really important is if you are in a position where you're like, oh, I'm connected to this person and they're connected to that person. Like don't do the thing where you're like that creepy stalker. That sends a message like, I noticed that we have this person in common. <laughs> um, will, can you meet for coffee? You know, if, if Ask the person who is the connection between you if they will make an introduction mm. for you. Allow them to broker that relationship and then follow up in a timely fashion. Word. You know, like don't, don't abuse the power of LinkedIn for sure. What are the most meaningful ways you can communicate on LinkedIn? It depends on if you think of it as a broadcast model. So if you are looking for a particular type of work, you know, LinkedIn has lots of fields where you can say, like, these are my interests. These are my professional skills and expertise. Treat this very similarly to a CV. It's like it does not have to be a comprehensive list of your every award from fifth grade. Mm. But it does need to be the thing that will signal to someone immediately whether you are looking for a job, the kind of job that you're looking for and the parameters like within within those two things. How do you use LinkedIn when you're hiring Um, or in your process? We're in, we're in journalism, right? And we're, we're trying to hire for roles to get a sense of, is this person a good writer? Like, like what are the other kinds of things this person has worked on? Are they interesting? Are they detail-oriented? Like, are there typos? And so I will certainly just do a Google search, see what comes up. I might look at, like, what are some of their interests? Are there other languages that they speak? Is there anything that seems to contradict hmm. what's on their CV? Because I'm definitely the kind of person that is looking for... Are you lying to me? <laughs> like, how do I know what you're saying is true? Mm. Um, which is just my editor brain speaking. <laughs> and I'm also looking for, like, is there anything that might not have come across or that I want to confirm um, that other sources of information about you might suggest? Maybe this is a general question, but how far back should your LinkedIn go? It depends on how old you are, right? And like at sort of what stage in your career you are. If you are, if this is your first job out of college, you're pretty much putting like every internship that you've had <laughs> for the past couple of years, if they're even remotely relevant. Mm. If you have 30 years of experience, you might not need to go back to like 1982. Um, so it is really about what is the professional picture that you want to portray right now. How old do you have to be to have a more than one page resume? Um, Dead. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Dead. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, on never. <laughs> Thank you so much for stopping by the studio. Always Stacey a pleasure, Marie. yo. Good luck with you. Don't add me on LinkedIn. Profiles, <laughs> Do not add Stacey Marie on LinkedIn. <laughs> and if you've forgotten where to find Stacey Marie, you can, you can find, find her on Twitter. As underscore M underscore I. That is okay. Not on LinkedIn. Not on LinkedIn. <laughs> and you can find her work at BuzzFeed News Apps. Um, hashtag Team News App. Oh my god! Oh my god, Stacy! Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> so I googled Tracy Clayton LinkedIn because mm-hmm. I couldn't find my page, and the Daily Caller has an article that <gasps> says BuzzFeed reporter twerks for justice. BuzzFeed. Re- <laughs> <laughs> 
BuzzFeed reporter Tracy Clayton has taken her risque reporting to new depths today with a Vine video that shows her enthusiastically shaking her ass behind a police car. Twerking Wait. for justice, she writes. First of all, it's not you. It's not even me. I just see it. I know video. exactly oh, what Vine look the same to the Daily Caller. It's the Vine. Oh my gosh. It's the Vine of someone twerking to the it's a beat, beautiful Vine. To the beat of the Law and Order theme song. It's great. It's amazing. Oh my. That is libel and slander. <laughs> they really thought this was me. I wish this was me. <gasps> no, but listen to this line. It says, we can only imagine how much BuzzFeed editor-in-chief Ben Smith enjoys watching uh, his reporters' butt cheeks in action. Oh, I, my God. I did not need this in my life. I'm dying. <laughs> you should send that to Ben immediately, first of all. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> and if you hadn't Googled this, you would have never known. It's been up since July. Tracy, do you not have Google alerts oh. on your name? Okay, we're gonna need to talk First about your of digital all, life. Google alerts don't even fucking work. That's why I don't have it. I tried but it with once other in a shit. while they'll slip you something. <laughs> Betsy Rothstein, ma'am, madam, oh. do you have fact checkers? We do not all look alike. That looks nothing like me. You can't even see her face. You can't even see her face. <laughs> and you've never seen my backside. I'm certain. How did you come to the conclusion that this was me? Ooh, so what situation? This is hilarious. <laughs> Oh my god! What a an unexpected oh development. An Someone unexpected was tweet. like, "I got my blog post for the day. <laughs> got this scoop. Got a scoop, bro. Bussy right twerking. <laughs> it's a Law and Order. <laughs> I don't know why she's like a woman from Staten Island. <laughs> this is too much. Oh my god! All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. Support for another round comes from Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level. They take the guesswork out of the complicated stuff. Which brings us to a little thing we like to call the screen name drinking game. Say that three times fast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The rules are simple. I will present Heaven with two screen names and she'll have to guess which one I made up and which one I really seriously used at one point of my life. If she loses, she drinks. I'm nervous about this because all of my old screen names are (laughs) Whack Sauce. I'm listening. The wackest of sauces. (laughs) All right, Heaven. Which was a real screen name I actually used in my past on AOL Instant Messenger? Okay, I'm listening. Was it? (laughs) I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) Was it Kentuckian cowrie, as in cowrie shell? Oh, no. Cowrie spelled with a K. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Or was it Kentuckian queen (laughs) with queen spelled with a K? (laughs) I'm feeling really attacked. Can we laugh a little bit less? You are like the Kardashians out here. They spell Christmas card with a K. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with <sighs> with the cowrie shell. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm offended. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> I was not that whole tap. I was not that whole tap. It was Queen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Not that any better. <laughs> All right, heaven has a drink. Chug, chug, chug. That was ah, it. Okay. Chug, 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 chug. 
All right. Ooh. A little burp for you. Nice, nice. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com. The site is intuitive and the tools are easy to use and there's no coding required. And if you sign up for a year, you get a completely free domain. Woo-hoo. When you sign up, hey, <laughs> make sure to use the offer code another round to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, you should. Acting auditions are a demoralizing experience because you go in this room and you see also auditioning all the different versions of yourself. If you worked out, slept sometimes, never did drugs, had a good disposition, ran for no reason, you know what I mean? See all those broads in there. Nine times out of ten, I go in the room and I'm the worst version of myself in the room. It's, it's, ah, it's shitty. I hate it. So we're really excited to have Janelle James in the building. She's a Caribbean-born comic. You've probably definitely seen her in New York Times, Time Out Magazine, Huffington Post. She's been on Bravo and stuff. And she was recently on NBC's upcoming Night Train with Wyatt Cenac. Yay, Wyatt. Um, and then, yeah, she's performed in all the spots, Laugh Factory, Gotham, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. So, yo, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thanks for having me. My favorite part of having a show is I can just be like, yo, she was funny. Get her on the show. (laughs) I get to be like, word? (laughs) (laughs) What? So we like to start all our interviews. What do you do and why? I'm a stand-up comedian because I am crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start all the way from the beginning. Let the people get to know you a little bit. Oh, gosh. What is your relationship like to home? Home for me is, uh, I'm from the Virgin Islands. That's where I grew up until I was a teenager and where all my most of my siblings still are and my mm. extended family. I try to go once a year, money pending. And <laughs> Real. <laughs> so, but yeah, when I say I'm going home, that's where I'm going. I did not meet, I don't think, a single person from the Caribbean until I moved to New York. Me we all here. Yeah, you, you <laughs> yes, you are all here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you start off comedy-wise? All right, let me get comfortable. What happened? Uh, <laughs> so at this point, I was living in the Midwest in Champaign, Illinois, which is where I ended up when my husband decided to do a PhD at the University of Illinois. Okay. And so I was there hating it. <laughs> I moved there from New York. So I, I had already been in a city. So while you were in New York, you got married? Yeah. I met my husband here. And then... You uh, must have been young. Yeah, mad young. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I met my husband when I was... 20 and then i got married when i was 22 wow you know how marriage goes and shit he got dreams <laughs> no, and shit. i do not <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all well, so were you doing comedy in new york no or no what were you doing i was before? i i moved to new york from maryland after i finished uh, high school to go to fit to go into fashion design what yeah. <laughs> what was that like horrible it's uh it's not as just like most things not as glamorous as you think <laughs> it's gonna be I just liked clothes. I didn't know really <laughs> what I wanted to do. And so, yeah, I was like uh, doing technical design and then I went into like fashion styling. Then I went into f- fashion PR and it was just all horrible. The people are horrible, mm. you know. So, did you work with any brown people <sighs> ever? No, <laughs> not no. 
Not one. No, not that I can remember. Damn. And I know my last job, how my husband convinced me to move to the Midwest, my last job I was working for a fashion PR firm and that would throw parties. So, like, say, I remember the last party we did, Oscar de Lorenta had quote unquote written a book he didn't write a book it was like all pictures <laughs> <laughs> you know it was like all pictures and so we would throw these like lavish yeah, parties yeah. for it and so I'm standing in the party and this woman comes with this fur coat and like threw oh, no. it at my chest oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I will never forget that and I was like I hate this oh, job like me. take care of that you know and I just like let it hit my chest and it like fell on the floor <laughs> Uh, and I'll just never forget like that moment like what the fuck am I doing here you know obviously I've been treated like the help several times yeah. I've never been a fur coat has never yeah, been thrown I'll at me I'll never forget that that's oh, unforgettable and it you would have put gum in that shit I'm petty too listen I would have done the same around that time my husband was like I want to move because I want to do my PhD and I was just like fuck it like yeah let's get out of here so so what happened to make you want to start stand up my dad died <laughs> I'm a, a ball of laughs, you guys. I don't know. <laughs> we, I, oh my uh, god, we are a ball of depressing laughs my, uh, as well. <laughs> I just, I just hated that there. I, uh, you know, I, I'm always like down for like new stuff. So I had it like all romanticized in my head, like, oh, the Midwest. I'm gonna garden and have a <laughs> horse. White, you know, and, yeah, yeah. And, just and, and, a horse. <laughs> yeah, like I was in all that. There's grass you know? in the Midwest. Everybody has horses. Yeah, I was like, that's not expensive. And, um, <laughs> it's just, it's like a dog. And, um, it's just really big. That's all. Yeah, it was it's just a really big. It's just hard to walk. I it's was just cool. super bored, and uh, you know, my husband is doing this intense PhD thing, and mm. he ain't got no time for me. And I'm like, I need attention and shit. So uh, mm. I just, and then my dad got sick, and I just needed something. And my husband ran into some guy one day who said that he runs like an open mic. And my husband had always said, "Oh, you're funny, you're funny," but it never crossed my like. I'm like, so you know, like. <laughs> Had people told you that you were funny before your husband? Yeah, but like in a black girl crazy funny. Uh -huh. Like we all crazy funny is how I feel. You know what I mean? <laughs> like crazy, I think we're all funny. You know uh -huh. what I mean? So, and I'm not even really that like crazy funny. I'm just like really sarcastic and stuff. So just <laughs> like, girl, yeah, you crazy or whatever. Yeah. Why would you say that? That type of thing. But not mm. like you should be a comedian funny. You uh -huh. know? So do you remember what your first set was like? Yeah, I crushed that shit. Um, oh my god! I, I'm a narcissist too, but uh, <laughs> I think that goes with comedian. Yeah, right. We're horrible people. <laughs> it takes a lot. Uh, <laughs> no, you need to be one to like go up and be like, "Yeah, listen to what no, I say." Right. We are horrible people. Um, <laughs> I try to save it. I went the. I know. I went the first time. I watched, and I I, rem I just remember thinking, I can't be any worse than w what I just mm, saw. So much better. Oh my and god! Honestly, everything I've done in the comedy front has started from that feeling. <laughs> Like, well, I just saw that. What of that? I just remember the first laugh and then like really well for an open mic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just feeling like, oh, this is what I do now. Like I told myself that. Like I guess I'm a comedian now. And I so just the, like the first time you did it, there was a immediately yeah, I was a like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. I don't think I felt that way about anything. I hadn't either. <laughs> I hadn't either. So that's so beautiful. Yeah. How would second you describe time bombed? But you know, whatever. <laughs> um, wait, wait, what was that time like? The second time bombing? Yeah. Horrible. Like what? I feel world. like once you do it and you do it well, you're like, oh, nothing can touch me. No, bombing feels so bad. Um, <laughs> Did you uh, want to quit after that second no. time? That, so that's how you know. That's what comedians say. If you mm. bomb and you like, tomorrow I'll be better, mm. then you know you you it's too late to stop. You, you're in, you know. So I don't know how other comics are, but right now I've learned to like enjoy the bomb. 
Like, what does that mean? Like a good pain. Does that make sense? It's, no. It's kind of masochistic. This is being kind of kinky. <laughs> uh, you got married before the huge like online dating yeah, situation never had, happened. Yeah. So you've never done like a Tinder or anything. No, but I've seen them all. You know, everybody yeah. around me is, I mean, I've, I have male friends who go on like three Tinder dates a day, like breakfast, lunch, what? dinner. Yeah, man. They cleaning up, you know, so... I think that's gross, but um, <laughs> which is fine if everybody was happy. Mm. But the chicks are not. They're like obsessing over this. Word. And it's still the same like dating shit, but now with more like, Why do you baggage. Think that is? <sighs> shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, too general, much abundance. Yeah, I feel like people aren't upfront about what they want. What they ever. want. Mm. It's like the, the sexual revolution or whatever is supposed to be a, a, a letting go of the games or whatever but they're still right like, yeah. it's not they're games still, though they're yeah. still there's just as many rules to follow they're just different rules yeah can I tell you my dom idea sure <laughs> yes my BDSM idea for white people oh. <laughs> oh, I feel like I know what you're gonna say but please go ahead <laughs> you know how white people love being told when they're wrong mm-hmm. about race stuff a very mm. particular type of white person so my idea was a BDSM service that's just like <laughs> <laughs> you're trash, sir. You're trash. You you're racist problematic. Piece of shit. <laughs> well, that already I, exists. I mean, it's called the internet. <laughs> this got better, yeah. Well, no, that's a part of a that's a sexual fetish to be. Oh my uh, god, I thought I made something up. Listen, de- <laughs> yeah, it already exists to be degraded. I mean, a lot of white dudes want to be yelled at by a black woman. Like that's I a specific don't doubt that. thing. Yeah. But I mean specifically just words. Just words. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a th- that's, oh, my God. Yeah. All right. I got to switch professions. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the last episode of Another Round. <laughs> I mean, oh, Heaven has a new as job. As long as you don't mind that they jerking off while you're yelling, that's cool. Oh, please. <laughs> you got money. <laughs> you didn't vote for Obama. You suck. <laughs> like, I was at this panel once where this dude actually said to one of the black panelists, it was a black panel about Kanye. So you already know. The panel was called, Do White People Deserve Kanye? The answer is obviously no. But this dude actually said, rip me a new one in front of the entire audience. And I was like, sir, you just want me to like flagellate you in front of everyone. Mm -hmm. So I was like, bing, billion dollar idea. Uh, I do this for a living. Sometimes when when white guys are like, give it to me, especially to like a a black woman, I feel like they're saying... Be the stereotype. Yes, like, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's so I don't know if that's what he means. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah that you thought that's what he meant. Sometimes I don't like that shit, though. I'm like, no, maybe I hear I don't you. Want but to... if it's in a context yeah. where I'm clearly yeah, making yeah, yeah, money yeah, off yeah. of it, oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. in your situation, mm-hmm. the pleasure for said white man to derive comes from <laughs> uh-huh. him being publicly just like torn apart yeah. and just like called on his privilege and called on his oh, shit. <laughs> In front of everybody. You see an audience is what you're and, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody can see like, oh my gosh, he's taking this so well. He yes. must, he's a good right, white man. Saying. So he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he wins in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like yeah. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm rethinking my business plan. <laughs> Anyways, we veered a little bit. Yeah, oh, I'm <laughs> so sorry. so far off the beaten path, but this is an Let's amazing discussion. Yeah. So how would you describe your comedy in general? Well, somebody just told me the other day. Okay, I'll say this because this is the, always the hardest question for me. My friend told me the other day, I know why I like you. She was like, why I like your comedy? I'm in control. That's how I feel. So a lot of women do like self-deprecation. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm fat. I'm blind. I don't do any of that. My Is that I'm, a conscious choice? Yeah. 
I mean, that's a comedic choice. Men do it too, you know. Yeah, oh, oh, I'm a piece of shit, yeah, yeah. you know. And I definitely say that, but I'm not ashamed. Mm. That's uh, the difference. That definitely comes across in your comedy. Yeah. So I don't know how you would describe that in like a couple words, but that's <laughs> what it is. Do you find that um, women or comedians in general? I don't know if it's different from for men and women or not, but do you find that comedians who do the self-deprecating thing with shame, like? do better performance wise like is that a thing that audiences it makes are more your, the to? audience well you're in control uh immediately because you're on stage you're hopefully elevated you have a microphone and so the audience is intimidated immediately and if, if you come out and do self-deprecation they make mm. some relax like oh yeah. maybe they're on the same level with us he's just a guy da, da, da. before it was a superstars the eddie murphy's the yeah. blah, blah, blah. they just came out and it was a show now mm. the form of comedy is like you here it's just a party it's a conversation Word. i'm not really with that mm. i feel um, like there's a big strain of like just straight up relatable yeah the, like currency of yeah, the comedy. Yeah, that's not my shit. I feel like you do a lot of great stuff about like race, parenting, yeah, everything, gender, yeah. but also just like uh, just like real life, shit. being alive, yeah, being alive, <laughs> yeah, yeah. alive is hilarious. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah. how I would describe your comedy. Being alive is hilarious. <laughs> I hope, so we got that on tape. <laughs> somebody um, asked me, I'm gonna say. <laughs> and you know, if I found out you're supposed to have a, a thigh gap. Y'all ever heard of that? That's the new thing they want women to be obsessed about. Supposedly, if you stand like this, you're supposed to have a space between your thighs. That's when you're an ogre or some shit now. You know what I mean? And it's confusing to me. It's confusing to me. Last time I checked, this inner thigh meat, that's what keeps your pussy warm. You know what I mean? Like... Why would you want some drafty ass pussy? I In your experience auditioning, what are some of the crazier things you've seen? Or not even crazier, but just like you knew it going in, but like when you see it, it's different. Well, I mean, of course, uh, you've always heard that. Like, oh, they they ask you to black it Sass up. It and, up. Yeah, <laughs> and it's true. Yeah. You bug your eyes a little bit for me. <laughs> it's true. They, they do say be blacker. Well, yeah. no, they say like one time I had a uh, uh, audition and um, I, have, I have a joke about this. She says, uh, you're very angry. And uh, the but I'm reading the script and I'm like, I wouldn't be this angry <laughs> at the situation. But yeah. she, that she wanted to be like, get snappy. Uh-huh. And then, mm. but that she was just like, and she's very angry in this. And it's about like pop tarts or something. It's just like, <laughs> the guy, yeah, it's like some regular, just like an annoyance. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And it's funny because the, uh. the casting lady who sent it to me, I said, oh, they want a, a fat black lady. Like, I read it and mm. I knew immediately. Mm-hmm. Another thing that was interesting about this, like, everybody had a name except the black character. Like, it was <gasps> oh. like, Troy, the engineer, da 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 black lady. You know what I mean? Oh, so, my God. And so it was like, angrier, 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 you know. And so I didn't get that, but the person who did was exactly what I, Ugh. not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's what they one mm-hmm. and then she told me later you know they said you did great but they wanted a more like realistic new yorker realistic i was like i live yeah. here <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> so was this experience the um i watched the three episodes of your web series which is mm-hmm. called web series yes and, then, uh, <laughs> and the entire web series is you and your friend hadia 
uh, who's also a comedian. Yeah, Hadia Robinson. She's a bomb. Anyway, so yeah, is you two talking about what could happen in your website? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <'Cause>, Levels. <laughs> so in this episode, you're both going out for the role of sassy black girl. Right. Speaking of your web series. I love just watching two black girls being goofy Thank and silly oh and funny. Yo, Thank you for saying there's that. an episode where <laughs> you're going to be dick detectives. Yeah, the dick detective episode. Remember that time I was on a train and that dude pulled his dick out? Right. Okay. That's gross. They always get away. They always get away. What if we cops that investigate that? Just, that, just those crimes? Yeah, just we just, it's like SVU for dicks. I need that Part to happen. Part of the reason I'm so hungover is because me and Hadia set up last night, <laughs> yes. smoked out, drank, and wrote a whole movie about Dick Detectives. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like also, Law and Order, but Dick Detectives. Yeah, it's also why I sound like more like a man than I usually do because all we did last night was like laugh and write this whole movie, like a whole movie. So hopefully we get, I'm you know, some shit to together so we can do it. I'm looking forward to Dick Detective being greenlit. Be, <laughs> oh my and that's God. all I wanted to do with the web series. I, I was like... <laughs> The stuff I like, like uh, workaholics and yes, those stuff. You yes. never see black shit. I'm like, we goofy too, exactly. you know? Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't want to pray in my right. shit. I don't want to go to church. I, I don't want to have to make a statement about the state I don't of black have to America talk about, exactly. in whatever. Or you can do that and still be funny. Absolutely. But try to tell fucking industry that shit. They don't Oof. get it. You know what? <laughs> let black girls be fun. Hollywood. Uh, hashtag let black girls be fun. Speaking of fun, let's have some more now and switch to pew, 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 pew. So it's our rapid fire. This segment. is our, these are finger guns. I have to explain this every time, mostly for my own benefit, because it sounds ridiculous to say to somebody for the first time. Okay. This is like the main question I wanted to ask you. I was watching a kind of a weird interview that you did with some white dude named Dale. I don't know. Oh my God. You said just that wanted to be a spatula for Halloween. Yes. <laughs> That is true. At what point is your son like, I'm going to be this appliance? <laughs> well, why does he have a, such a strong attachment to the spatula? No, it wasn't a spatula. It was just a thing. Hey, first of all, no, I'm joking. Uh, no, 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 no. Just so into it. He, um, it. This is something I started when I was still in New York. So when I was like doing fashion, I was still like very crafty and, you know, and I have a kid and I was like, I'm making all the costumes Aww. every year. And so my son is weird. He a weirdo and I love it. And uh, <laughs> he still is a weirdo. But he would just say, instead of like, you know, other kids would be like Spider-Man or whatever. He would be like, I want to be a car. I want to yes. be a TV, you know, and I would just make whatever uh, it so is. It's one year he was a spatula. <laughs> I love it. One year he was a fire guy. And I was like, a fireman? He's like, no, a guy that's on fire. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> This and is I our future president. He has my vote. Oh my god! A yeah. guy that's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's so precious. Yeah. Um, please send us pictures. This all sounds amazing. <laughs> this is a weird question. I'm not going to tell you whose question this is, but right. would you rather have prehensile hair, like hair that can just like move on its own, like a dog's tail, or full body nipples? That hair on some Medusa? You mean like yeah? A, yeah, that sounds uh-huh. hot. The hair. Um, you answered that very quickly. I know. I mean, the two nipples I, I have so now are sufficient. F- so why would I want? <laughs> I have so many follow up <laughs> questions. From Tracy yeah, I don't even know what full body nipples are. That Kevin seems like, like you what? would just what be aroused that? all the time. Like, why would you? Yeah, that could be fun. Nah, Ooh. no. Can no. I? If you have some relief, it you could won't be, be at the DMV. Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what? No, 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 Speaking of titties. <laughs> Great segue. Uh, when I saw your last show, mm-hmm. you opened with the joke, I wish I had enjoyed my 20-year-old titties more. Yeah, I did a lot of I mean, I've done a lot with them. They were awesome. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of young 20-something women who listen to the show. Do you have any advice for it, them? It's, the joke is really more about like <laughs> just... You know, like I got married early and 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 being, I was like kind of chased and um after I, like after I got married, I was like, this is it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't. I went to like church school when I was younger, and so I still have a lot of like residual mm. uh, religious shit. Mm. And so, but not that you should now show your titties to everybody, but <laughs> if everything becomes not a big deal as, when you get older, it's mm. like if I had, who cares? You know what I mean? It Word. doesn't. Yeah. So. It's more about like don't judge other people who are showing their titties or and if you don't don't do it. It all doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like it's That's so, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Why do you have so many onesies? Because I'm a professional chiller. Uh, <laughs> beautiful. Love it. I Love yeah. It. I was watching your web series. I was like, how many onesies she got? I just like being comfortable. <laughs> this is this is That's after so years of heels. All the time, you know, mm, like uh-huh. I, I went through years and years of never wearing flat shoes, never just heels all the time, skirts, push up bras, yeah. and I'm done. Like, mm. so that's really the onesie what it life is, is the, the life for me. Onesie life is the life for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And guess what? Still pulling on. You know what I mean? So hey. now I'm joking. Now I'm joking. Hey, now, but, uh, now we not joking. Yeah. Not yeah, listening right now. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know. I still get hollered by, by crazy people on the street, you know. <laughs> and as long as you got that, book, and I still got it, that's you know? all you need. That's all. <laughs> Yo, thank you so much for kicking it with this us. So fun. Fun. Thank you so much. Yay! I'm Yay. too quickly. I'm excited for Dick Detective. Hey man, look, I've <laughs> been so excited for anything. It's Hollywood, are somebody you give us some money. We're <laughs> <laughs> trying to do it like a black, uh, what's Naked Gun, like a black. Ooh, naked gun. love yeah, on that level of goofy. Love Naked Gun. <laughs> yes. Where can the people find your work? Uh, I'm at uh, JanelleJamesComedy.com. I have a show in New York every uh, second Tuesday of every month at uh, Frank's Lounge in Fort Greene. <gasps> You don't even know how much we love, love Franks. And, Franks. Yeah, that used to be my spot. I love Franks. And, um, and where can they find you on Twitter? Twitter, I'm at Janelle J Comic. But I'm a Facebook fiend. Uh, that <laughs> that uh, lends to my 35 thing. <laughs> People keep telling me to tweet. To tw- tweet. I can't even to say it. More. To tweet <laughs> more. And I try, but I'm Facebook. My Facebook is lit. So just find me. <laughs> I'll let you in. Follow me, and that's where I am most of the time. Word. <laughs> I'm gonna come find you at Frank's. Classy affair. Hell yeah. <laughs> All the 60 year old men in linen suits and fedoras. Shake it. All right, y'all. We walked into, Do it. into Frank's once. It was like a, six a row of fedoras. <laughs> Just turned at us. Bunch of old men in fedoras at the bar, and they were showing Wheel of Fortune on the At the bar. But here we but And then, so you'll be shocked when you come to my show and see 60 white people in there. <laughs> That's right. White yeah. people at Frank's. My mind is just <laughs> following me. <laughs> Yo, thanks so much for chopping it up with us. Oh, thank Please you so much for having it me. Yes, I appreciate it. Yay. You guys made me feel really good. Trap. 
Tracy, it's time for rounds. Oh my god, I'm so excited. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Oh, I said, oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> you didn't pronounce a single word. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who are you buying around for, Tracy? I am buying around for the classic board game, mm-hmm. Settlers of Catan. Ooh. It is. I've never so played. Fun. Heaven, I'm going to go buy an actual game. How do you game. play? What's the deal? You have this island, right? Island's called Catan. <laughs> Hence the name. Settlers of Catan. Is this a colonialism game? You know what? It kind of is. It technically <laughs> is. But I didn't mean to ruin your whole round before it started. <laughs> but I mean, I'm there listening. Are, there are no people to conquer, though. So just land, just land. You know, there's this <laughs> island, land. okay, untouched. Yeah, I'm listening. Exactly. Is it like a strategy game? Yes, it's definitely a strategy. Why do you game. like it so much? I like it because, well, first of all, I'm really into games where you have to collect resources. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a You're weird so thing. so cute, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, snap. Let me go check on my, my food stash. Uh-uh. I need to go get some more apples. I don't know. It's just like a weird thing that my brain likes. So there's that. <laughs> there's strategy involved, but there's also just like luck of the draw. Mm. And it sort of reminds me of how in... <laughs> Bear with me on this. In Mario Kart. <laughs> okay. You know how like you could be like winning the game and you're like the one in front and mm. you're about to cross the finish line and somebody hits you with a blue shell <laughs> and you're like, fuck, I thought this was my game. Like the same sort of thing can happen in Settlers of Catan Ooh. where like if you roll the wrong thing or like mm. somebody rolls the right thing and then like the game is just turned upside down. Is it down. like uh, a game that goes on for hours like Monopoly? It's like between one and two hours. Oh, that's not long enough. That's all. not Monopoly. That's not long Monopoly long. long. No, no. Is it it's one you would recommend game. playing drunk? Or is it more of a focus situation? <laughs> um I'm trying to have drunk adult game night. Should I should I include this? You know what? I would play this game drunk. It's <laughs> okay, not a game others? that you can play well drunk. <laughs> okay, okay, I see. But, I mean, for a drunken game night, it should be more like, you know, like Taboo, which is word. a terrible game, <laughs> or Outburst, which is a wonderful game. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, word games are better for, like, word. that stuff. I feel like if you play Catan drunk eventually, you would just be like, fuck this game. I'm going to drink more, <laughs> you know? I see, I There's see. There's going to be, like, some kind of drunken argument in the middle of it, mm. and then it just Is it a game with well. a lot of yelling? You, I, you know, I like to like yell in games. <laughs> <laughs> not a I mean, if you get really passionate about it, you okay. can you can do I w- some yelling. I, would, yeah. I have yelled in games of Settlers of Catan before. Okay. Um, I like it so much that I bought the app so I could play it on my phone. Ooh. The app is five dollars. Oh. I have never spent that much money on an app in my life. That's crazy. But it's worth it. It's so fun. It is five dollars. Cloud has a lot of money. <laughs> uh, so that's my round. Who are you buying around for? I have two small rounds. They're going to be quick. Mm-hmm. One is for fucking Stephen Colbert. Mm. I feel like I buy a round for this man every day. It's you just in my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like still impressed by how fun his show is. Mm-hmm. He's another one like Uzo Aduba where I'm like pick a sleigh. It's yeah. upsetting, frankly. I turned hey, on the other day. He had these cute little black girls doing double dutch. And <gasps> at the end, he just started double dutching. He's like, get the Ooh, fuck out of here, Steven. <laughs> it wasn't even like a segment or a part of the show. It was just like closing credits. Let me hop into this double dutch game with these black girls. Aww. And it was so upsetting how beautiful it was. <laughs> <laughs> also, the other day, he had like um, a tap dancer on. And he's like, yeah, let me lightweight just put my tap shoes on <laughs> join them and it was like a, uh the person who had won like the macarthur genius grant for it and i was like sir can you please that's unfair that's so rude save some achievement for the rest of us sir 
I just don't understand why he hasn't answered my emails. <laughs> Please come on our show. I love you so much. Uh, second mini round is for magazines. I just, hmm. I just really like magazines. You know how we are the cutest roommates in the world. Right, right. <laughs> we had Secret Santa because mm. we're cute. Also like house presents. Mm-hmm. And my house present was two magazine subscriptions. Ugh. I'm trying to get... It was such a cute idea, the house presents. Thank you. I love it. Uh... I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like overwhelmed with reading on the internet now. I Mm. can't do it anymore. And I need things that are like, here's a curated thing of essays, of pop culture news you should know, of Mm -hmm. election news you should know, that just like comes to me (laughs) and with no comment (laughs) section that I can enjoy in my home in silence, Mm -hmm. you know? Like I, the magazine experience. I don't want to sound like a fucking hipster or some shit. <laughs> I work at a fucking I website. VHS <laughs> but you know, like I miss that kind of experience. Mm-hmm. I got a subscription to New York Magazine because I I, fi- I find myself reading it frequently online. Mm-hmm. So that was a reason not to get it, but I got it anyway because <laughs> I like the experience of it just being in and of itself a thing you share mm-hmm. by yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the physical object. Oh, I sound like a hipster. You do. You oh, my do. God. Okay. I'm so Embrace sorry. Embrace your true self, Evan. Embrace oh, my yourself. God. Don't say that about me. <laughs> and you can go to Williamsburg directly after this. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so New York Magazine and The Fader, mm-hmm. they they both consistently write things where even if I don't like it, I'm like, this was interesting still. Mm-hmm. I think the only magazine I've ever had an actual subscription for is Vibe. <laughs> 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 like I read like Ebony and Jet remember Jet yeah. and Essence and stuff at home because my mom and grandmother had subscriptions but the only one that I've ever paid money for hmm. was Vibe and my roommate and I for whatever reason we were very into the idea of Cavassier when we were in college <laughs> we didn't even drink in college but you know why we got into it Tim Meadows had a character mm. on SNL called The Ladies Man and he sang a Christmas song in which he referenced Cavassier. Oh, my God. And he sang it so funny that we would say it all the time. Oh, <laughs> you guys are so cute. He was like, you can buy me some Cavassier. <laughs> <laughs> we can sell some of your jewelry and you can buy me some Cavassier. And so I say all this to say that there was always a Cavassier ad in um, every issue of Vibe, like a full page. That sounds so accurate. <laughs> like beautiful colors and everything. And we would take them out and just tape them. We had a wall of just Cavassier ads. What? We were like, we need to make this place the blackest place as we can. What's blacker than Cavassier? Nothing. So we what had about a Cavassier a wall. wall. <laughs> Weird, anyway. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, we, you, baby Tracy. You did what you could back in those days. It was hard. That is so Can you imagine precious. living in a place so white that you cover a wall in Cavassier ads? <laughs> that's what we did. That's what I we were I truly cannot. <laughs> There's a picture somewhere. I will see if I can find it. Oh, my God. That's the best story. That makes my hips around all worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I'm this way, guys. Shout out to magazines. Shout out to Settlers of Catan. And shout, shout out to, to Stephen Colbert. Shout out to Tracy Vibe Vixen of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> I will only answer to Tracy Vibe Vixen of the Week. From here on out, please update your records accordingly. Oh. Thank you. Yo, Tracy, we did it. Oh my gosh. Literally cannot believe it. Thanks so much to Janelle James for stopping by. She's I'm so funny. so excited for her to blow up. I can't wait for her new movie, Dick Detectives. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> uh, thanks oh so much gosh. to Stacey Marie Ishmael for giving us all that wisdom. Once again, we Saving need to our take lives. her out for drinks very soon. Because oh she has saved so many lives. 
Uh, as always, shout out to the Pod Squad. Pod Squad. This podcast is produced by Eleanor Kagan Yay. with editorial oversight from Jenna Weiss Berman and production help from Julia Furlan Yay. and Meg Kramer. Woo Thank you to Paul Ruist at Argo Studios. Thank you to our in-house musicians. That is Jean Gray and Don Will of the Almighty Tanya Morgan. You can follow Jean Gray at Jean Greasy. And you can follow Don Will on Twitter at D-O-N-W-I-L-L. Oh, one slight order of business before we go. Mm. We are judging a Valentine GIF contest. It's a GIF contest. A GIF contest. It's a GIF contest. It's GIF. Uh, I don't. I don't want to have this debate okay, fine, in fine. front of the children. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's for the WMYC show Studio Three Hundred and Sixty. Send us your Valentine emotional state in GIF form. This is a GIF that you can make yourself. Um, you have better chances of winning if it's something creative that you make yourself. For more details on how to enter the contest, if you are interested, go to studio360.org. That's studio360.org. If you've ever wanted to express your love for Tracy, this would be an appropriate time. Oh my gosh, please. I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to get no Valentine's. No more Aw, Tracy, you're so, so precious. Sad. I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> you know oh my god <laughs> thank you to Optimus Prime thank you to Vibe Vixen of the Week <laughs> we'll never not laugh at that. <laughs> uh, honestly I do want to thank myself though this week was hard this yeah. week and a half mm-hmm. uh, don't put off yelling at your insurance providers uh. <laughs> do it as early as, far, <laughs> as early as possible amen amen um, to that drink some water yeah um, Take your meds. Also, hit us on the buzz. Hit us on hit the us buzz. Hey. Hit us on the buzz. Hey. Hit us on the buzz. Hey. Uh, we're on Twitter and Facebook at Another Round. You can email us at Another Round at BuzzFeed.com. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Leave a little, a little review. Yeah. Tell a friend. Also, I encourage everyone to. Uh, make hit me on the buzz of real thing. I oh see that people are tweeting about it a lot. And it just saying keeps that slipping really out of my mouth. <laughs> I love it. So instead of text me, hit, hit me, me on, on the, buzz. the buzz. It can work for any mode of communication. Not even it texting. really can. Just it really can. notify me in some manner. Right <laughs> is the translation of hit me on hit the me buzz. on the buzz before you leave. <laughs> All right, I'll be back. <laughs> oh my god. And speaking of hit me on the buzz, um, a friend of mine <laughs> decided to make. A hit me on the buzz song but he did it from the vantage point of a cat daddy Listen. who is encouraging <laughs> a fine young tender thing Stop. to hit him on the buzz and we are so pleased to go out i think it's a good a yeah. good note to go out on this is a great debut of the song yes <laughs> exclusive uh, <laughs> the person who made it tweets as soul creator on twitter so feel free to um send him all of your hit me on the buzz love Ladies and gentlemen and gender non-conforming folks, hit me on the buzz. Hey, uh, I just upgraded to an iPhone 4S. Looking at my phone now like, you smart, you smart. Used to rock the flip phone with the T9. Replace the T with the 6, baby. Holla, 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 Let's get it. Let me put you up on game I fathered your whole style And then nothing was the same Are you from Memphis, Tennessee? Cause when I'm with you, girl You the only ten I see, hey. Whether a pager or a cell phone You can find it by my hip in any time zone 
Nationwide by my side, what a buzz beat. My favorite ladies, you can find them all on BuzzFeed. I got no trace of religion in me, but I still gotta show some love to the heaven that's above me. You may think I'm too old to bust a rhyme, cause I got a phone holster that's from 1999. Damn. But I can still get it in with the youngins I'm still getting it crunkin' Yeah, the man is up to something I feel like you might be laughing and thinking that I'm just frontin' But when I come off the hip, you can't tell me nothing. Baby, I can make it rain You can see my pants flood Won't you do it for the gram? Yeah, just hit me on the buzz Old man dance, yeah, you know I cut a rug And I don't give a fuck, so just hit me on the buzz Hey, when you find your man cheating on you in the club I can be a splack of belly, so just hit me on the buzz, shit I'm in love with these girls And she say she wanna cuss, so she hit me on the buzz, hey